if you want to be successful, like we all, we, again, it kind of goes with that. We tend to see the negative as this bottomless pit and we don't objectively, objectively look at the positives that come with it. Well, it's the same thing with what you want. There is some decisions and there are some things that go with it. When you're working on being successful, you can't expect everyone to love you. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Today, I get to speak with Vernon Brown. He's one of the top happiness coaches in America. He focuses on exploring the endless possibilities as to why entrepreneurs and executives feel stuck and unhappy. The key is many still live in the past. Vernon unlocks their destiny. Known on stage as the Energizer Connection speaker, Vernon uses his intuitive gift of empathy, charismatic personality and knowledge from his studies in psychology to set past emotions aside and leave audience members at the edge of their seats as they wait to implement his life-changing lessons. I cannot wait to learn more from this happiness coach as happiness has been something that I've strived for a very long time. Not that I'm not happy, it's just that I'm a very positive-minded individual, very enthusiastic, and when I met Vernon in our green room, I was just blown away. So I just cannot wait for you to listen to this episode as we learn more about Vernon Brown and where he's going. Vernon, so happy to have you here. How are you doing, sir? I am great. When you say my name like that, I feel special. So I appreciate <laughs> that intro. <laughs> you betcha. You betcha. So we met through Podmatch and I just can't wait to learn a little more about you. So share with us, you know, your journey on how you came to be. We were talking in a green room and how you lived in uh, the state of Virginia for over 30 years, but now you're in a different state. So talk to us about, you know, what got you inspired, how you got started and where we heading. You know, this is a great question. Not only am I saying that because it is a great question, but it's a fun one, right? Because yeah. 
You know, oftentimes with success, I, my experience has been, it's, I woke up one day and now I'm Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. And we all know there's more in between that. I'm not liking oh, yeah. myself to him, but you know, we see these big monuments of success and we're always like, how did they get here? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can say what I've gotten, it started off just like a lot of us, a messed up house when I was growing up, lots of love for the best love that can be shown mm-hmm. um, with a lot of self-doubt, lots and lots of self-doubt, self-loathing. And these things can happen to all of us. But uh, my story, I mean, it, it's, just, I, I got to say it because, you know, one of my clients said that it's kind of like the ugly duckling. Mm-hmm. And I say that with a lot of humbleness, you know, play on words here. Because I, I didn't have a lot of the accolades that some people had. I wasn't attractive. By my family's definition, they let me know this. I was the ugly one. I was overweight. Wow. I was considered the stupid one. Now, I'm not trying to spin it as if it was like, oh, it's all bad. No. Right. When families, when you grow up tough, you have to be tough. Yeah. You got to be tough. Why? Because the world is hard. And it's not that it's never soft. But when you grow up in a tough environment, if you're softer, it's going to eat you alive. And Mm -hmm. so with that definition, I'm hearing these things, but my demeanor also at that time, I wasn't allowed to smile, smile meant weakness. Wow. And it's, um, it also didn't help that I'd went to the dentist twice. One time Mm -hmm. I said, and I'm not saying this, you know, like I'm a badge of honor, but I'm just, I didn't, I wasn't proud of my smile. And I'm such a big advocate that the top five things you can do for yourself is take care of your teeth. Mm -hmm. Um, And I learned that because without a smile, it's hard to really represent yourself and show your full self. And things kind of went this way for about 15, 16 years. And I I just had enough of it. And life has this really funny way and an amazing sense of humor because I went from the short, fat, ugly one to one summer, you know, as soon as I get out of college where I shot up six inches, I put on 60 some pounds and that wasn't totally in the summer, but life Mm -hmm. changed dramatically for me. Yeah. And for me, it wasn't that, oh, wow, look at me now, but it was, who am I now? So as much as you think, oh, this is what I want, this is what I want, and I tell people this all the time, sometimes you don't know what you're asking for, but you ask for it and you get it. So I got it. I got the height. I got just the way that I could speak. I worked on my smile, so I got my teeth worked on. So all of the disadvantages that I had with the positives, because there's always a positive disadvantages, always. With those disadvantages, I finally got a lot of those things that I really wanted. I didn't know what to do as a kid with a candy store, in the candy store. And so what do you do? You play. So I became a bartender because I wanted to overcome any communication struggles that I had. I wasn't used to talking and the smiling and I was kind of negative then. Make the mistake, I had to build myself to be positive. Um, It took a lot of work, not just with me, but with my environment. There's no such thing as a self-made person. Mm-hmm. We're all an amalgam of different experiences that people have given us or not given us. So I never want to take anything away from people or persons, but I, it was a lot of work. And from there, what I decided to do was I wanted to be bigger than anything I ever thought. When I say bigger than anything, I wanted to do something that would challenge me. So I said, let me become an actor and a model in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm 24 years old. I'd never traveled in my life outside of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And it was terrifying. I got this new smile, this new persona, this new body. And it was, what do you do with it? And for me, it was, all right, we're going to New York. We're going to conquer these things. But in, in the core, I'm still this nerd. We talked yeah. about this. I am a nerd. I love comic books. I love electronics. I was building computers for fun on Saturday nights after I finished bartending versus going out. That's who I was. 
but here I go taking on a big apple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, long story short, I had a great time. Um, I was afforded a lot of really cool experiences because my personality, because I was that late bloomer, mm-hmm. my personality had to develop. And I know a big thing about my personality and also a combination of some of those struggles that I had when I was younger is I, I, I see so many places where people get stuck and I, I laugh and I can find a lot of humor in things because I've been through the gutter. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I've been through the worst things, but I've been right. through the gutter. So most things I'm like, it's really not that serious. <laughs> You're going to be okay, buddy. Okay. You know, yeah. it is not that I make light of it, but it's the reality is people forget how strong they are. And you know, when you kind of have that approach with people, they like working with you. They like being around you because you're light to get along. You're light mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, how you handle situations. Uh, you like to make, have a good time. I don't know one person who doesn't like to have a good time, <laughs> especially when it sucks. Because make no mistake, Amen. modeling, acting, it's like, oh, it's fun. You get to stand in front of the camera. Yes. Well, yes. imagine doing that for 12 to 14 to 16 hours a day mm-hmm. for five, six, seven consecutive days. Fun starts becoming F-U-N to P-H-U-N. It starts changing a little bit, right? But um, I had some great experiences there. And when I got down with acting and modeling, you know, largely because I kind of set out and did the things I wanted to do. I proved things to myself. Um, I beat a lot of those voices, that inner critic up here. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to become an entrepreneur. I got tired of making people a lot of money. And acting and modeling, if you're getting a check and you're like, whoa, I got a $10,000 check and, you know, great. You better believe you need to look who signed that check. That's yeah. who got the real money. That's got the, yeah. And it didn't take long. It doesn't, one plus one equals two for me still. <laughs> so it's like, why do it like this when I could do it like this? And I decided to step into entrepreneurship and um, I kind of got my toes, you know, toe, not toe, mm-hmm. but toes. I dumped in all five of them wiggling in the water. And I said, I like this. It was a different challenge, but I liked it. And I got some mentoring done. I'm a huge fanatic of collapse time frames and save mm-hmm. time and work smart. Mentors are the best things you can ever have. Amen. Oof. He saved me. He asked the questions that were incredibly difficult. And this is one that I still live with. What do you want? And that question shook me to the core. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what I wanted. And he literally sat back and started asking me questions about my skill set. And he said, you should consider coaching. And Vernon said, ain't no way. I'm, I'm not 30 coaching. years old. I have not lived enough life to do this, right? And I, I remember clearly, he said to me, Vernon, you have lived multiple lives already by a lot of your experiences. Mm-hmm. He was like, you have a lot of value you could offer. And I said, whatever, old man. And then he said, no, come here. And I listened because I was saying no to something I didn't know about. Um, I'm still not a fan of the term life coach. I'm not a life coach. I'm, I'm, I'm just the guy, you know, it's, I just see things differently. You don't see, you know, options, opportunities, possibilities, and solutions. I do. I call that oops thinking. Um, And that's when what you're happy kind of came to be. And once I started working really hard and had a great time, I became a speaker which is not what nerds do for the record. <laughs> um, so they talk about a fish out of water, yeah. but it was, um, yeah, I took some chances and it worked out. I can, I can say that. And it was just like moving, you know, uh, I always, I never wanted to be the hometown hero. I always wanted to say that if I could be successful, I wanted to be successful in every geographic part of the world if possible. But success for me is, can you pick it up and do it again in another environment? 
So I said, let's challenge it. Let's do this. And boom, here we are. Yeah. And now it's about doing the things that I do on a larger scale with my son, who's named after Wolverine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and that's, that, that's how we got here. And that's how, you know, life is going so far. And it's great. Man, I love the story. And so, some of the things that stuck out to me was number one, smile, right? Oh, yeah. Not being able to smile. Come on, man. We, it is, that is crazy. Earlier this week, I watched this video where the, where the guy was like, if you smile, it's, it is an infectious thing because when somebody sees you smile, guess what you're going to do? You're going to smile. You will. So if you smiled at somebody, it may have well traveled around the world. Right? So that, when you told me the story about going to the dentist a couple of times to get your smile right, I'm like, wow, that is so powerful. And uh, I'm a Muslim and... In, in in Islam, we say smiling is a charity. Mm, a smile like is that. a charity because you're uplifting somebody from feeling down. It's like the sun. Like literally, the Absolutely. smile emoji is yellow because the sun, the sun makes a smile. So I love that. Oh, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> you betcha. And then bringing your amalgam of experiences, right? It you have to have these learned experiences to grow if you don't go through these hardships and and you know uh, we'll see weeds growing through concrete right it's it's amazing how that's possible so if we have that open-mindedness that hey anything can happen it can it can and when you, you mentioned that be being a speaker and that's something that nerds do. <laughs> Not some nerds do. Like I'm a nerd, right? I'm a nerd as well. Uh, like when you mentioned, you know, you, you're building computers on weekends. I was exactly doing that as well growing oh, up. Yeah. Because <laughs> why not? And and what 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 I realized is that most speakers, TEDx speakers, and speakers that are out there, they're introverts. In Truth. their minds, because. They're not interacting with peop lots of people. They're just talking in front of a ton of people. And to get over that fear is something that only happens when we put ourselves in uncomfortable situations. It does. You know, my tweak on that is, you know, because speaking is one of universally across many continents, it's considered a, a fear that we all can agree with, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in my practice... I'm a, I live by this, go with the resistance. So for anybody that's listening, if you know universally everybody has a, a thought or a hesitation about it, then use that. Mm -hmm. You walk out on stage in a very first speech and you get out there. I'm a goofy guy. I love to play. Uh, what I do serious, but it doesn't need to be that serious. It really doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know, and you walk out on stage and you look at people and you say, all right, everybody, what's about to happen <laughs> you know and it, like people just relax because it's a shared experience yeah i don't i don't even like saying i'm a speaker we have conversations it's no mm -hmm. different than you and i talking that's right because when you're talking and you're speaking and once people recognize oh my gosh this guy's human you know it's the three things people ask who are you what's in it for me why do we, why should i care that's it once you that's no matter who, who what you speak on who are you i'm a normal guy I'm just a guy who's got some experience talking about this, 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 and got a lot of success with it. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. You know, what's in it for me? 
listen up. You're about to learn a lot of keys and make a lot more money to have a lot more fun and it really impacts your health. Yeah. And why should you care? Because you want to be alive. And when you answer those kind of questions in a really fun way, all of a sudden people are doing the things you do. They're like, oh, oh. Okay. Oh, and then, you know, next thing you know, they always start doing the dance and then mm-hmm. people are laughing and, yeah. you know, I'm talking on stage about people losing their jobs and people are cracking up but because it's the energy that comes out of that. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's why that smile is so important. The sun, it gives energy. Mm-hmm. That's what it just it shuts most things down. I've digressed. I don't mean it. To, no, I love that. Topic, no, thank but. you. Thank you so much. I, I totally love that because. We are literally having a conversation here and meeting you for the very first time. It's it's like we've known each other for a while for a while because of our shared experiences. Exactly. Because of all the things that we've gone through. It's like amazing. You know, this what comes out of some of the negative crap that happens in life. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people see the negative as, oh my God, it's the worst thing ever, which I did. And I still do about some things to some degree. But let me talk about what reality does in the positive for you. Because again, you can't say it all is bad. Mm-hmm. It's very humbling and it creates conversations. Yeah, You know, everyone can relate to the experience of a great loss. Everyone can, and in some way, maybe you might not lost a person, but you lost a job that causes grief. Mm-hmm. We can all agree that we want to laugh and be, you just be happy. We can all agree we love a good meal. When you come from a human perspective, all that other nonsense that's out there in the world goes away. Great. Yeah. We see things differently. Mm-hmm. We might not believe the same way. But perfect. But let me tell you something. Don't you like to sit down and laugh and joke and play and talk about some good times and how all you got the through? time done? Yeah. If we can talk about Captain America shield all day long, we Let's got common it. ground, baby. We're good. You know, <laughs> but that comes out of the 100%. bad stuff that happens in life and being bold. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. This has been so awesome. So we we got to learn about your origin story, where you started, how you're going, your son named after Wolverine. Now, we're not going to give up the name because if you know what Wolverine's (laughs) name is, tweet it, right? Tweet it to us or, you know, send a comment or something. Because if you're a nerd like us, you know who his real name, what his real name is. In fact, should we give him a really quick hint? Two initials. I'll give. No, no, not even initials. There was a movie. Yes. Are you talking right? about the last one? Yes. 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 There's a movie named after his name. All right. That's that's all we're gonna talk about. <laughs> Gotta be do some research. <laughs> <laughs> do some research. So, and you you also share, you know, your motivations. What kept you going? Because you love to take on those challenges. You had this transformation, right? You asked for it, asked for it. You got those six inches of height. You got this bod. You got the smile. And that just kept They're like, wait, if this is possible after what I've been through in my adolescence, why not just, just take on the world? Literally, you just hit it. People tend to think there's this bottomless pit of despair. Let's just say that is true. Mm-hmm. But there's also a bottomless pit of happy and joy and hey. excitement and fulfillment. Hey. Like you, yeah. People lament. And I understand why. I'm not, when I say lament, I'm not making fun of. I'm just talking about this, 
this, the, 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 this ethereal belief that mm-hmm. everything bad is going to happen to me. Well, if everything yeah. bad is going to happen to you, then everything good has a daggone good chance of being good, happening as well. Absolutely. But that's why you got to be bold. Mm-hmm. You know, I, all you need is one yes. And I remember I was a fat, ugly guy in high school. I asked the girl out, the girl that nobody would think I would have a chance. She said yes. Scared, mm-hmm. Shocked me. It didn't go any particular place, but you know what? I got that one yes. Yes. And that's all you need. You get that's one awesome. yes in sales. You get that one yes, that can mean you can have a great year, a great mm-hmm. career. You get that one yes, that can be married. You get that one yes, that can mean your business takes off. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of power in just that one and people to forget that, but that's where you have to be bold. Yeah. And the second one and B with that is your environment. There's no man or woman greater than his or her environment watch those things oh my god i've been and and there's a ton of amazing stuff out there on our phones right as soon as i hit that steve harvey video yep oh my god the next one is even more powerful the next one is so i'm putting all this positive stuff in my mind guess what's going to come out more positive because that's the game that's the game that's right you, you have to become seek it out. you have to seek it out and you become what you focus on somebody Down doesn't get good at basketball by focusing on i'm not good at basketball i'm not good no they go out there and they play the game yeah they spend the, time on it the people who really succeed when they practice play or do anything they're not practicing and playing i've talked to so many thousands of people about this really successful people that we admire without name dropping, yeah. they have always practiced as if they were that superhero in that scene, that athlete who's participating in doing something, that actor or actress who's mm-hmm. stepping out on stage on Broadway. Yeah. And when you listen to a lot of them, they're actively practicing for that thing that they want. How can you beat anybody who's wearing the new shoes, who's got yeah. the outfit and thinks that they're Kobe Bryant? Yeah, You might get them for the first two, three games, but if they got that kind of indomitable force built up, like I'm like this and I'm doing that and he does this, eventually the mm-hmm. game will turn in their favor. Yes. But you have to condition yourself. Yeah. It's uncomfortable sometimes, but you got to. It is. And the, the one thing that I kept, that's come, kept coming back to me is that you got to spend time. You've got to spend time. You can't just let yourself be guided by other people's definition of who you are or who you're supposed to be. Got to take control. People see you like this. Mm-hmm. Your friends and family, as much as we love them, this is how they see you. You will always be this snapshot. You will always be that. And because you know, think about it like this, you know, with your parents or your parental units, guardians, whatever, they still, hey, how you doing? You doing okay? Did you brush your teeth? You pay your, you know? <laughs> they will always check on you. Like, I'm running X company. I'm doing this. I'm traveling here. And you're asking yeah. me that I cut the grass, which yeah. is a valid question, right? Mm-hmm. But they still see us as children. How do you think your friends that you grew up with see you? That's oh, right. man, I remember this. They keep you kind of in a time capsule. They and it's a good that. reason. Oh. It keeps them positive, right? They see you that way. But when you are ready to step out on life, you got to take some chances. Mm. And this is where the environment is key, because if you don't know, but the devil you know is what you get comfortable with, in order to get out there, you need this to be in the right shape with your imagination, with your insights, with the strategy. 
And then as you step out and be bold with it, you're going to make sure you're going to need people around you who see you for who you really are, not yeah. as a snapshot of what they remember you as. And that's why I'm a big fan of watch your environment. It's great to have them, make no mistake. But when you're taking a chance on yourself, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning, you need as many things pulling you versus you pushing. Yes. Amen. Man, we can go on for hours for this because there's so much there's so much value in this and there's so much real results from this methodology, from the way you think in here. So thank you so much for sharing. You're very welcome. Vernon, what would you mind sharing three hacks to take away with the audience so that they can apply into their lives? I see that you're one of the t- one of the top happiness coaches in America. Come on oh, now. God, don't say it like that. Oh, that sounds scary to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a feat. It is <laughs> quite a feat, but. <laughs> no, it, I think one of the big hacks is don't, you have to be really careful what you ask for. And I mentioned this earlier. Yeah. If you want to be successful, like we all, we, again, it kind of goes with that. We tend to see the negative as this bottomless pit and we don't objectively, objectively look at the positives that come with it. Well, it's the same thing with what you want. There is some decisions and there are some things that go with it. When you're working on being successful, you can't expect everyone to love you oh, or everyone wow. to appreciate you. And that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. And a lot of people might say, well, well, no, I'm good with rejection. I never fit in. No, I'm not saying uh, fitting in. But when you have good intentions and you know, I'm so excited and, you know, you might have saw your sweetie or your one that you wanted to get and you're so excited, you give them that card and you're like, oh, this is going to change his or her life and you give that to them. And then all of a sudden they get it and they say, this is stupid. That's not, that's not rejection. That's hurt. That's hurt. Yep. Because you have good intentions and it's not well received. That's a different level. And people will say, well, you don't have a condition in your feelings. No, my friend, I have. But you need to understand that we're not talking about oh, someone saying, hey, you look stupid, they're disrespecting your baby. So that hurts at a different level. So when you want to be successful, you need to understand it's not that everything's bad, but there are some things that come about with what you want and just know what you're signing up for. Because otherwise you could say, well, why is this so hard? Well, I'm sorry, Shark Tank doesn't show you everything. They show you the highlights. This is what it looks like. So know what you're asking for. The second thing, and you know, this, the, the second one is not sexy at all. It's not salacious to any degree, but it's, you have to prioritize yourself. You have to, because the more successful you get, the more driven you become. Remember, people watch motivational, successful, and inspirational videos. As you put yourself out there more and you get more successful, people are going to be drawn to you. Like, you know, people are drawn to you. Like, oh man, this guy's, I I love the way that he carries himself. He's got this charisma. He's got this charm. If you don't start prioritizing you, your dreams, your priorities, your responsibilities, you will all belong to everybody and your dreams will not belong to you. So you have got to prioritize yourself and prioritize your priorities because that's up to you because that is something that bites people on the bottom. Many entertainers we have seen, they didn't prioritize themselves and their environments and surrounded themselves with different persons who probably didn't have the best intentions. Um, And it's something I always tell people to do, always audit your circle, make sure they're with you. And the last one, the big hack is, you have to be bold. 
there is there just some we could discuss quantum mechanics quantum physics all day long but if you're not bold enough to say i might not have all the data but i'm gonna build this as this flies that takes a certain level of cojones of your faith beyond what faith people typically mean faith i mean faith is a verb not faith is sitting in a place and hoping amen when you, you, you got to have some, you got to be bold because everybody think about it, We met, we never met before. Mm-hmm. Send the message. Boom. That's a lot side of boldness. We had a couple of things happen in the green room, but guess what happened? We made that rock. We took it, made it a positive. That takes a bold person to say, I don't know you. You don't know me, but you know what? Let's cut the camera off. Let's look at what we got in common. And that's not what the intention was, but mm-hmm. that came out of it. That takes a level of boldness and a level of vulnerability. Yeah. That's fly. And that's what I even said earlier. I can rock with you. You understand what commitment means. I love people like that. You are my people. And like, you have to be bold to do it. That was a bold move that you said, hey, I got a couple things going on. Bear with me. You could have hung up to give everybody some backstory. But you said, no, I'm going to sit here. And I'm sitting here typing and you're talking to me. And I'm like, I don't even know this dude. And we found out we got some things in common. (laughs) That takes boldness. And people undervalue that. Yeah. But those are my three big hacks. I love that, dude. So the three hacks are so amazing because they're reminding me that the journey that I'm on, I'm going to face some people, some naysayers, and that's oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a great reminder for me myself to just keep on keeping on, ignore the naysayers, just keep doing and prioritize myself. I love that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You this have so to. Powerful. Yeah. Let's jump into the quest six questions that I like to ask my guests. This is this is gonna be fun. All right. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? There's one hobby I really wish I spent more time with um, RC cars. Oh. I wish I got into that earlier. I found out about. I got into it a couple years ago Mm because we're all sitting at home. I'm just gonna use the word there. Don't wanna ding you for SEO or anything like that. <laughs> but um, when we we're all sitting at home, I wish I got in a hot bomb, RC cars, radio control cars earlier. Man, they're, they are so much fun. I still oh. have mine from uh, 10 years ago. Wait, See? 20 years ago that I bought. And it still runs. <sighs> I need to get a new body for it, but <laughs> this thing is fast. Oh. These are things are so, no, this is a road version, it's not an off-road version. A lot of people got into the off-road with the gas and electric. Yeah. But the on-road versions are, oh, man, they're so good. They will burn the street up. I said, when I saw how fast they could go, and me and yeah. my son, I'm like, we need to go to the hobby store. And he's like, I don't want to go. I'm like, yes, you do, you know? Yes. So I'm trying. <laughs> for sure, RC cars, and you get it. RC yeah. cars. Yep. All right, next one. What did you want to be when you were a child? I wanted to be a detective. Mm. Um, actually, one of my... Failed, fortunately and unfortunately. I, I wanted to be a detective at one point, but you know, for whatever reason, the stars didn't align. I'm always, it's a large part of what I do. I piece yeah. together information. I got to put the, put it together. But being a detective like Batman, mm-hmm. the greatest, the world's greatest detective, Amen. hands down. Hands down. All right, sweet. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Oh, easy. Favorite movie is definitely going to be Moana, hands down. The Rock is amazing. It's got an amazing uh, soundtrack. I can sing it all. We're not going there today because you want to make sure people listen to you. Um, TV show, uh, 
I really, truly want to say Alice in Borderlands. It's on um, mm-hmm. Netflix. I think it's just I, a, a different concept of mm-hmm. uh, kind of figuring out puzzles, and it's got a good spin on it. Man, so you're a detective, so you, so you you you're mentioning all all the good stuff right there. I love it. Well, you got to figure it out. Makes yeah. you think. And, and Moana sound like one of the songs in Moana where the rock sings, and you probably know what song this is. I see what's happening here. Of course. Right. You're welcome. Like anytime my kids say you're welcome, we're like singing that song. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> I love it. It's so awesome. All right, next question is going to be a fun one. What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? That movie would definitely have to be, well, this is not difficult, but I want to frame it a certain way. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington, he has, a, he has a special place in my heart. Yeah. Not that I ever met him. Quick backstory why I like him. He, one of his first movies, he negotiated his teeth, his smile, getting fixed into his contract. So I appreciate it. So it's one of his earlier films. It's called The Mighty Quinn. Mm-hmm. And that movie showed me that even when you have good intentions, you're helping people, not everyone's going to like it. That's what I took away from it as a child. I'm pretty sure that wasn't the reason for you know, what they were getting <laughs> at, but that's what I took away from it. So The yeah. Mighty Quinn, definitely I would love to play that. I love that. I like the, I like what he did, right? Put it in the contract. I need to get the smile fixed. It's part of the... I never me? thought about that. Yeah, that's... I never thought to say, I thought my, and you know, this is my ignorance when people, mm-hmm. cause you know, people go off on tangents, you should know better. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And when I found out that, oh, I can fix my smile. It opened the world to me. Yeah. And these are good questions. Thank you. Thank you. Next one is who is your favorite superhero? Spider-Man through and through, nowhere around it. We're not even having this conversation. No one can beat him. I will drop kick anybody. It gets serious. Don't <laughs> the words. Spider-Man. Spider-Man is amazing. I mean, he's just a child, right? And he has so much on his shoulders. And I love he just keeps talking like, <laughs> like this is a fight, right? Why are you having a conversation? Where do you think I got my sense of humor from? Mm. I picked up on all the comics, you know, and mm. Spider-Man growing up, Spider-Man had debt. Spider-Man had girl problems, women problems. Yes. Spider-Man wasn't able to hold a stable job. Spider-Man had money, um, um, uh, family problems. But yeah. you know what? He was still able to be a superhero. Yes. I got to respect that. That's, that's, that is truly amazing. Wow. All right. Last question. Oh, yeah. If you were a board game, what would it be? Very easy. I would probably say checkers. Nice. Seemingly sure. simple, but there's a lot of strategy if you're playing to win. Okay. I love those answers. Vernon, this is so much fun, man. I like the questions. You you approach it from a different angle, so I appreciate it. So thank you as well. Absolutely. Are you excited about the new direction MCU is heading? Not at all, but I'm going to give it a chance. Okay. It's very different. It's very new because... They've already used up all the material that we grew up in. Exactly. Right? Yeah. All of that is done. So now all of this new material that you're putting with, with Miss Marvel, with I think She-Hulk is coming pretty soon. Yeah, it's coming in the next pretty, couple months. I'm like, what? Where is this going? Like, I cannot track it. And like, I'm just going to just go with flow. I think that, you know, if I had to take a guess, you know, when Stanley created a lot, well, him and many others created a lot of these characters. 
I think they're really, you know, showing the signs of the times, which I'm appreciative of mm -hmm. the diversity that's out there. Um, because in the Marvel universe, it wasn't just one particular. And that was a big thing. If I recall correctly from Stan Lee, he, it, it was about the diversity. Yeah. It was about, you know, even with X-Men, it was showing that persons, and I'm not getting to the whole political side of it, yeah, yeah. the political side, but just because people come from different circumstances don't mean they can't be great. So I think I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to that undertone there. Yeah. But I got to ask, what, who is your favorite superhero? Uh, mine's Iron Man. I, okay. Okay. I like Tony. I can dig that. Fair enough. I loved his entire arc and the way that he thinks, right? He's always tinkering. He's always building stuff. Yeah. And that's what I love to do. Like I'm in my workshop building things, putting things together, taking things apart. And the first movie where he's just spending so much time in ha in his in his that's workshop right. building the Mark II suit. He's like, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to fix me. And that was his attitude throughout the entire arc that you see. Yeah. He was, he was told by Captain America, you cannot put the life on the line. And in that first Avenger movie, mm. Tony takes that nuke, goes through that portal. That's right. And falls back down. So he's continually changing as a human person. And guess what happens at the end of the end game? He saves everybody by taking his life well not taking life but you know sacrificing yeah. so he became he basically overcame all the things that were told to him you can't do just like you did dude you just did something to me that was awesome <laughs> like if you know i went from that like oh talk i'm like man you took that to the next level i love that mm-hmm and I appreciate you saying it like that, but man, you're right. So that, that's what I love about him. And, and that's what I see myself doing over time. So we'll see where we end up, right? But I'm, <laughs> I'm taking that positive. I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. And I have four kids, right? I, my, my youngest is four weeks old. Okay. Oh, man, congrats. <laughs> Thank you so much. So I want to be that person that shows them anything is possible if you put the time and energy into it. Hey, so I'm, oh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm raising yes. good kids. <laughs> See, you did something. I hope people are paying attention to this. He's being the message. Too many times, and I talk to a lot of parents about this, make sure your kids are proud of you. And it's not that you have to live in grandiosity, but don't mm -hmm. tell your kids to take risks, take challenges, work on yourself if you're not doing it. Yeah. That is parents unite i love that thank you man appreciate it well it was a great hour we had some really amazing conversations we got to learn about who you are where you come from you've been an actor i'm, I'm gonna have to look you up on imdb don't oh i'm not even on there but like i literally three years it was two and a half years okay um that's another well, lifetime. well here's cool here's the cool part about uh the the past two years that we've spent in home, IMDb has enabled for podcast episodes to go on there because there's a lot of actors that were not working, but they were showing up as guests on podcasts. They were showing up as guests on shows, and they needed to show that work. So IMDb was like, you know what? How about we add the podcast category? So now 
there's podcasts on IMDb where you can list yourself as a speaker, as a guest, appear on this show. Shut the front door. Yes, sir. Oh, you go. Thank you. I'm official now. I'm IMDb official. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Thank you, man. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening in. Vernon, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Love your energy. Really appreciate it. We've, we've had, we've, we've built a new friendship here and we're going to keep on going. So, guys, thank you so much for listening in and we will catch you in the next episode. Thanks again, Vernon. Have a great one, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.